0: The following program may contain views, ideas, and opinions that have been produced by the hosts and their guests and are not reflective of ninety 98.3 or Sky Tower Communications. For questions, comments, and concerns, email us at news at wqxe.com.
1: Good morning. I'm Zach Epperson. This is week three and our final week on our series of Community and the Police. And I'm joined in studio this morning by uh, some of the fine officers over at the Elizabethtown Police Department uh, Officer John Thomas and Officer Chris Denham. Guys, how are you doing this morning?
0: Hey, we are well. Thanks for having us back, Zach.
2: Great to be here, Zach. And at least half of that statement is accurate. <laughs>
1: Goodness. All right, so i like this
2: to think is... that I am the better half of this. Duo. You.
1: you really think so?
0: I'm pretty
2: confident of that.
1: So this is week three of our series Community and the Police, and this week's topic I really love. It's a good, positive topic, community outreach. So John, Chris, I'll turn the floor over to you guys now. So you all, I just know from experience, have a lot of stuff going on in the community that you all are out there all the time doing stuff. So talk about it a little bit.
0: So, you know, the police, a small portion of what we do is pull people over, write speeding tickets, uh, and take people to jail. That's a very small portion of our, of what we do. Our goal is to help other people. Um, whether it be, it could be something as simple as helping an elderly lady cross the road, or. But obviously, our we have to protect people, and and to do that, at times, you know, we have to do things that we even don't want to do, and that's make arrests and write speeding tickets. But the goal in that, it's not a punitive response from us. The goal is to keep others safe. We pull someone over and write them a speeding ticket on the side of the road. It is simply. To slow them down remind them they shouldn't drive fast so they don't hurt themselves or other people and the same with an arrest but we do so much more and john and i that's our primary focus is outreach to our citizens and and to let them see us in a different light and to kind of humanize the badge and let them see that we are people too twice a year both spring and fall we host a citizens police academy and that is an eight-week program that's free for citizens to attend and we just pretty much highlight every specialized unit within the agency that we have. Um, all the citizens who attend seem to really enjoy it. They have the opportunity to do a ride-along with uh, police officers during their shift. Uh, as Officer Elam mentioned last week, they participate in the response to resistance simulator, uh, accident reconstruction. They just hear presentations from, from all of our specialized units. In addition to that, they get to interact with police officers on a personal level and, and not at official capacity like they typically see us.
2: Zach, if there is a mantra for our community outreach, it is taking the mystery out of policing. And that to me, that is the, the main thrust of why we do the community outreach that we do. We want people to understand who we are, what we do, and why we do it. This is a difficult profession to understand from the outside looking in. I can say that as someone with no previous law enforcement experience or training prior to getting into policing, no family who was in the profession. I truly misunderstood a lot of the elements of the profession even though I was very supportive of the police. And what we want uh, when we have programs like the Citizens Police Academy or Coffee with a Cop or Cops and Cones or uh, Fish Cops and Bobbers when we interact with kids or we go into the schools and do various programs like the D.A.R.E. program is we want to take the mystery out of what we do. We want people to understand us. We are a community police force. I think a lot of people tend to forget that. We kind of get painted with the same brush. People assume that if you've met a cop in one city, you've met a cop in every city, and that's absolutely not true. The goal, one of the main goals of local law enforcement is that police reflect their community. Uh, We understand our community. We live here. We work here. We have a vested interest in the welfare of our community, and we want people to know we are citizens of this area. We, we want to see this place prosper. We want to see this community kept safe because our friends and family and our lives are here. Um, so we, we want people to understand us. We want to be transparent, and that, that is the main goal of all of our community programs without exception.
0: And we absolutely welcome and invite anyone to attend, again, the Citizens Police Academy or Shop with a Cop, but the number one person who I want to attend is a skeptic. You mentioned you know, that last week. I, yeah, I did. Uh, you know, the, the police skeptic. Someone who's maybe not necessarily they don't like us, but maybe they're just unsure. They just don't understand. Or, you know what, if, if, you, if you absolutely do not like the police, that's who we want you to come. Not because we want confrontation, but because I think I can change your mind. I think I can sit down with you and you can see that, you know, we put our pants on the same way, our shoes on the same way. And uh, at the end of the day, we all go home to our family and that's our goal. And, and I think I can better explain our and give you an understanding of why we conduct business the way we do. People seem to think, as, as John briefly touched on, that we have a lot of, there's a lot of mystery surrounding police work. And that's just simply not the case. Uh, there are specific tactics that we're not going to release to the public for obvious reasons. However, our daily operations, there's nothing secretive about it. And we are glad to share that with, with any citizen who wants to take the time to listen. We're glad to talk about it.
1: You know, something interesting, John, that you said a second ago, or you were going through the different programs you all have, a lot of them are focused um, on ch- kids in the area. Um, why is it so important to build relationships with kids at an early age? Is there a reason that you all have kind of found, or what's your thoughts on that?
2: I mean, to be honest, Zach, it's very pragmatic. When when kids are in their formative years, when they are most impressionable, is exactly when we want to start those conversations and start building bridges It's much more difficult uh, to build a relationship with someone who's an adult. They already maybe have a hostile or uh, mistrusting mindset towards the police. We want kids uh, to know who we are, to know that we are there to help. We want kids to run to us when they're in trouble, not run away from us. Um, And it is crucial that we have early interactions with children just for children to see us in uniform and to see us in a friendly context, to uh, see that we are people, that we care about them, uh, that we can laugh with them and have fun with them, that may very well later on down the road make the difference between a good outcome and a bad outcome if we have a call with them as an adult or a traffic stop or and sadly, it happens. We we may end up on a call with some of these kids' parents, and the, and the kids see us maybe have to take their parent to jail, which is very hard. But if we have established a relationship at a young age and set that foundation, maybe they'll understand what we're doing. They'll still be able to trust us, and and know that we are just trying to keep them safe.
0: And 2020 is a very atypical year in that, you know, with coronavirus, um, it's changed a lot of things in the way we do. But uh, another event that we hold annually in the fall typically is our open house, and it's usually a good time. And it caters for everyone from very young children. We have cotton candy and bounce houses and hot dogs, but all the way up again to um, adults. And we have several hundred people who show up at that event uh, annually. With 2020 the way it's been, I'm not sure that we're going to be able to pull that off. This year, unfortunately, much like uh, a lot of our other programs that that we participate in, but that's always something to keep in mind, and, and I do hope that we can bring that back next year for sure.
1: The one thing I'm curious about, since you two have stepped into these roles of, you know, I would say kind of being the face of the Elizabethtown Police Department, what have been some of the the goals or some of the steps that you all have taken to to expand the outreach or to, to get out there in the community more, if that is the case?
0: You know, I think every, any chance we get to interact with an individual that we've never had the opportunity to contact, we do it. Um, if If we're invited to a gathering of five people, we jump on it if it's a gathering of 500 people obviously we're going to come to that too um it's all worth our while and uh, and again i think it's just for those folks in the community to see us as people before they see us as police Um, because again we take that badge and gun off the end of the day and we go home to our families just like everyone else so um that that's absolutely that, that that's my goal and to as john mentioned you know demystify policing uh, There's just not. We don't have secrets. We have nothing to hide. We're not trying to keep things from our citizens. And I say it all the time. Our citizens are our biggest resource. They're our most valuable asset. You know, we have a belt full of tools. Um, we have investigative equipment. Fortunately, we're blessed to have, but our most valuable asset are, are, is our citizens. Uh, we don't have enough officers to put one on every corner, but they are our boots on the ground. And, and without them, there is no way that we would be as effective of an organization as we are.
2: And that's exactly crucial um, to a police department working effectively is having the trust, cooperation, and partnership with the citizens in our community. We are, There aren't enough of us to be everywhere all at once. We need the eyes and ears of our citizens. And if our citizens trust us and are working with us, then we have effectively thousands of other officers working with us to keep our community safe. When they see something, they say something. And not every city uh, has that working relationship with their citizens, and we are very fortunate here. And we do believe that it requires deliberate effort, constantly reaching out to make that happen. And one of my primary goals, Zach, uh, when I stepped into this position, obviously I'm a, uh, from the millennial generation, so I'm part of that selfie generation, and I, I see the reach and the effectiveness of properly used social media, and that has been one of my uh, larger goals is to greatly expand our social media reach You know, there's so much misinformation that we have to cut through, Zach. There's so many mass media narratives that are out there. Uh, There's social media stories that are out there. There's even stuff in academia, frankly, that is just grossly inaccurate about our profession. And social media provides us with a potentially great reach, and we can... I guess, for lack of a better word, control that narrative. We can say what we want to say and not have to worry about it being misinterpreted or, or the story changed. And, you know, I'm, I'm proud to say that in, in the last three or four years, we've seen our social media reach go from maybe around eight to 10,000 to well over 30,000. And we really don't have a bigger voice anywhere than that.
1: You are just on it all the time. Great information out there. Do you drag Chris kicking and screaming into some of those videos? Because your videos, I think, I speak for a lot of people saying that they are great.
0: O- only when forced, <laughs> uh, you know. I'll fill in in a pinch, but I would, I would much rather go out and uh, face. And, and I think that's honestly that's why we're as effective as we are because there there's certain aspects of this that that I enjoy that he doesn't, and, and and vice versa. I would much rather go out and face to face and and shake hands and, and and go that route. And he he does. He eats up the uh, the technology, and I'm still kind of stuck with the flip phone, the fax machine back here. <laughs> so I'll, I'll leave that to him and uh, let me go rub elbows, and,
2: and, and we'll, I'll do that. We over. make a great compatible couple, Zach. What else can I say? It's
1: a good working team. Last thing I've got for you all, you, you've talked a lot about making relationships with people in the community at all different ages. During your time in these outreach programs and making those relationships, have you seen them come in handy at any time, That you, you know, knowing that you've – uh, you've planted this seed of, you know, um, of positive outreach Abs- in people.
0: Absolutely, you know, um, we've had sad, unfortunately, we've had some officer-involved shootings here, and as we know nationally, that's typically uh, not a real popular thing within within the citizens. And those officer-involved shootings that we've we've had, uh, the citizens, frankly, have rallied behind us, and we've felt very little, if any, uh, backlash. But it's not just that. In times of crisis, like nationally, it's taking place now. You come to the police department at any given time, there are just gobs and gobs of of food and and things that have been donated to us just to let us know from the citizens that they do appreciate us, they do support us, and uh, it's
2: greatly appreciated. It pays off in dividends, Zach. The, the outreach and the relationships that have been built, I don't think there's even an effective way to measure just how beneficial it has been to our police department and the general well-being and safety of our community that we have this great working relationship, but it is tangible in times like this when there is so much unrest and law enforcement in so many cities are struggling and just, you know, dealing with some awful conditions. We haven't had any of that in this community. We, we have a uh, the almost undivided support of our city, and that's across leadership, that's that's our citizens, that's civic groups. I mean, that, that's even some groups that maybe do have some issues with the way law enforcement has been done in this country, but we still have the support and trust of our citizens. There is still open dialogue between police and citizens, which is important. We don't claim to be perfect. We are always looking for ways to improve, but we have a dialogue with our citizens because we have built that relationship, and that's crucial, and you can't put a price on that.
0: I just want to close in saying that you know, speaking on behalf of every member of the Elizabethtown Police Department, we want peace. um, We want harmony. We want people to be able to enjoy um, quality living in Elizabethtown, and I think fortunately our citizens are able to do that, not solely because of us, but because of our citizens and the partnership that they have formed with us and, and vice versa. So we are most grateful for our citizens and all that they do to help us help keep them safe
1: important connection. Guys, again, Officer John Thomas and Officer Chris Denham with the Elizabethtown Police Department. Guys, thank you so much for joining me this morning. Thanks for having
2: us. Appreciate it, Zach.
1: Don't forget you can listen to this forum or past forums online at wqxc.com by clicking the media tab. For Quixie 98.3, I'm Zach Epperson.